This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. I'm your host, Sam Rafus. On today's show, we are talking about energy. The definition of energy is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. Other words that come to mind, vitality, vigor, life, enthusiasm, zest, vibrancy, spark, exuberance, and I'm sure you can think of a lot more. Some expressions you may have heard, where energy goes, energy flows. You are responsible for the energy you bring to this space. Or how about a person's energy can tell you more about them than their own word. We've all had the situations where we can feel or sense the energy. My favorite quote on energy is from Albert Einstein. I wrote it on a index card and I use it as a bookmark to keep reminding me. I just want to read that for you. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Albert Einstein. Today's topic is shift your energy, change your reality. So Einstein referred to reality. Today we are talking shift your energy, change your reality with my guest who is a feng shui expert. Feng Shui is an ancient art and science developed over 3,000 years ago in China. It's a complex body of knowledge that teaches us how to balance the energies in any given space. Be it home, garden, office, in order to assure good fortune for the people inhabiting it. Or as my guest so eloquently states... I shift the energy in homes to create radical life improvements. Let me introduce you to Myrna Brown. Myrna is a feng shui expert who consults, educates, and speaks about this ancient practice. She realized the immense power behind feng shui while studying and implementing the principles in her own life. What Myrna is most excited about is helping her clients break free from the environments that do not serve them to create ones that do in a powerful and profitable way. Welcome, Myrna. Hi, Sam. So good to be with you today. You are my first guest for the year. So we're setting up the energy for the year. And I have to interject here before I say more about you. When I watched your um, Feng Shui Friday 
just at the end of the year. And listeners, Myrna does a Feng Shui Friday tip on Facebook every week. And I think probably for the last couple of months, I've been tuning into them. And the one before Christmas really hit me because what you said really stuck with me. You said, you're cleaning out the, the old, you're reviewing 2017, you're seeing what was good, you're seeing what you'd like to change. But the biggest tip that hit me is you said, don't do any cleaning on New Year's Day. I, I stopped in my tracks because that's normally what I do. My daughter's birthday is January 1st. My New Year's baby and every year I tend to clean on the first. And for me, I thought that was a good thing. This year, I listened to you. I didn't do it. I did all my cleaning on the 31st, and the first was lovely and fresh. And I just kept thinking, Myrna says don't clean, so I'm not going to clean. So I didn't. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I, um, I love that tip too, only because, well, one, it's, there's two reasons actually. One, it gives me another day not to have to clean. Yeah. But two, also it's about, you know, we've set all these intentions about our new year coming up. Yeah. And most of us have, even if we haven't written them down, I think most people think about the new year and what they want to accomplish. And, you know, we're welcoming in this new year. There's new energy that's already coming into our lives. And metaphorically, if we start cleaning on the first we're sweeping all that away. So we kind of want it to settle in and, and you know, that's our start for the year is letting this new energy land. And then from there we go. I, I loved it. I, it just made such a big impact on me and I'm excited to hear what you have to say more about our energy I've implemented some other things. Uh, I shifted my bedroom around. There, there's lots of tips that I've taken from you. But start us off. At the beginning of the show, I always start off with my guests. Tell us your backstory and why you do what you do. How did you get into this? Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting because I was taking this general course on feng shui, I was, I was sort of interested. I didn't know much about it. So I was a stay-at-home mom at that time. And I was starting to consider about, you know, going back to work. My boys were getting older and I didn't need to be at home as much. And I had had no idea being at home would be so impactful on me. I loved it. And which surprised me because I'd been a medical researcher before that. And wasn't even sure I really, really wanted to have kids. But, oh, when I had kids, it was fantastic. I found it really rewarding, super challenging, which I also like. Um, I was able to teach and it was fun and it had all these components. And it was like, wow, now I want that in my next career. I want all these pieces. And I didn't know what that was. So I was taking this course and in feng shui and I learned that there are areas in our home that relate to areas of our life. So there's this area in your home about relationships and it relates to and affects our relationships. There's an area in our home that's about finances and we can, you know, and the exciting thing about it, we have all these areas in our homes that we can target 
and we can adjust them and drive change into our lives. So I thought, okay, I want to have a change in my career area. I want to drive some change, get some clarity around that. So I used what I knew. I looked for blocks in that area of my home after I identified where it was. And then I made enhancements. And then two really interesting things happened. One was the other adult in my house, my husband, he experienced a boost in his career, which is fabulous. And then for me, I had within a few weeks, a woman contact me and say, would you like to put on a workshop with me? And I was like, yeah, I, I think I do. And then I was in business. I was a brand new entrepreneur. And, you know, since then, I mean, I've evolved. My career's, you know, really evolved since then. I went and I found an internationally renowned mentor and worked with him over a span of about five years. But the more I learned, the more I would implement around my home and drive change into like our health or finances or travel, safe travel. And that's what I knew is like, I am not keeping this to myself because everyone can adjust their environments. Everyone can drive change into their lives because you're shifting the energy and it shifts your life. And as you were saying that, I was, I was thinking I had heard about feng shui years ago. I've, I've a Reiki master. I've taken Reiki training. I've always been in tune with energy and intuition, those types of things. But we're, we're often referred to as those woo-woo people. <laughs> but I think feng shui, any energy type of healing energy work is falling more into mainstream. How, how do you explain feng shui to people that are, you know, still on the fence of really whether it's woo-woo or is it real? Because it really is art and science. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right about, you know, con people considering it woo-woo. And I, I, it's, it's interesting to me about that because it's been around 3,500 years or I more. know. But I think because it's considered woo-woo, it's because out west, it, so in China, it's been there forever. And it's just part of their lives. Here in the, in the West, it's relatively new, right? It's been here under 100 years, really. And so we'll see that change, I think, in a very short time now. You know, 20 years ago, you couldn't have found a lot of people that did yoga, right? Now, try to find someone who hasn't tried it, right? Yeah. My 90-year-old right. dad does yoga, right? It's just, so this is the where, where feng shui is going to be going. But how I like to explain it uh, to people is, recall a time that you've walked into a room and you felt better, right? You felt maybe more relaxed or like a spa-like room, a nice bedroom, right? You feel more relaxed. Well, you're going to sleep better. You're going to heal better then because you're sleeping better. That affects your health. When you wake up, you are going to be more energized and productive and focused because you've had a good sleep. That affects your relationships because we're not so prone to like fly off the handle, right? We're just more grounded and we're more productive in our work. That affects our career and our ability to make money. So that's what a good positively influencing room does to you. Now, 
think about the time you've walked into a room and you were like, had a sense of dread, like right away. Yes. Perhaps it was like, you know, maybe it was a dark room or you felt anxious. Maybe it was heavily cluttered, but something, you know, is off. off. Yeah. And it feels not good. So when we're in a room like that, we have cortisol that's streaming through our system. That's the stress hormone. When we're in that space, we're kind of on guard. We are, you know, we're not as focused. We're, we're a little bit more on edge, right? Try being productive like that or motivated or even inspired. Good luck, right? So these are all the rooms that, that we can manipulate. So that room is a big energy leak, that negative room. So we look for things like what, what's causing that, we deal with that, we change it. And the spaces that you spend a lot of time in, that's your home and your work office. Sometimes that's the same place for people. It's super important you get this right because it's critical in how you feel. And when you feel really supported in like that nice, yummy, positive room, man, can you move through your life well? Yes. And speaking as someone who does work from home, Mm -hmm. I know... I know when things are getting too cluttered or I think, oh, I'm too busy to do that right now. I just have to get this done. And it stagnates. You don't get anything done. It's like you're spinning your wheels or I'll hear my daughters say, mom, I just have to clean my room or I have to get organized. I can't get anything done. And we don't always know why, but we just know that we're not in order. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, clutter holds stagnant energy. You said it perfectly. It really keeps us stuck. It stops our life from progressing. So it is something we need to deal with. We don't even want to be in rooms that have clutter, right? We avoid it. Yeah. We can, right. So, and it's always in the back of your mind. That's what I always think. Yeah. Even though you leave the room, there's still a little piece of you. That room is still left stuck in your head that you can't quite get that thought out of your head. It's still there picking away. Right. So, you know, when you can release clutter, it's, it's like taking the brakes off your car. You pick up speed in what you're trying to accomplish. So it is vital that we can get, you know, deal with clutter. And, and there's, there's lots of different ways of doing that. But it's just, if people are aware of what that's impacting, how that's affecting your life, it's stopping your life from progressing. Like, oh, that's huge. Yeah. I like that. Stopping your life from progressing. Moving into your brand. I always like to ask this question too, how your values drive your brand. So Mm -hmm. you having, you know, feng shui as your business and your brand, so to speak, what are your core values that are wrapped up or drive your brand? I love helping others. That is my thing. I have my entire life, you know, back in medical research, I felt I was helping others with their health, right? And um, raising children, I felt that was helping, you know, my children, my husband, myself, the world, right? I was a big volunteer, but Feng Shui for me is a way of, so it's my own business, but I'm always helping others because people can take this knowledge and use it for the rest of their lives. They can, you know, with a little bit of education, 
they are, have the power to transform any aspect of their lives. They can pick and choose if it's going to be relationships or family or work or travel, right? They, they can pick and choose. And this is like so exciting for me that I get to share that and watch what people do with it. And that's what you do with your clients. When you say you can take any area of your life, we have to take a break, but I know you have remarkable client stories. I know I've heard them from you. I know I've heard them from some of your clients uh, to me, you know, saying I need to contact Myrna or, or you know, Myrna was uh, the angel that came along when I needed it and helped me um, make more money or helped rearrange my relationship. I don't want to give it all away. I want to take a break and then I want you to share with us after the break one of your most remarkable client stories. You bet. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Are you a speaker who has an inspiring, insightful message that will help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? If the answer is yes, we invite you to become a pro member of the eWomen Speakers Network. We have over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America. We're looking for speakers to share their wisdom and breakthrough ideas. Go to eWomenNetwork.com and join our Speakers Network. The benefits for pro speakers are incredible. Go to eWomenNetwork.com. We are back. Love brand you with Myrna Brown, feng shui expert. Before the break, Myrna, we were talking about your client stories, how you actually help clients and you were going to share with us one of your most remarkable client stories. Well, I have a few and this one I really love. I have a, a number of female entrepreneurs, so that's also touches my heart too. And this lady had contacted me because she was looking to well, she was moving into new space and she wanted to set up her office and she had already moved in. She put things where she thought they would be appropriate to support her. And when I, when I arrived, it was really interesting because if we set up our office correctly, we are more visible to others. We communicate better. Our reputation is enhanced. We're more confident in our business, more bold. We can ask for those sales. Um, it, you know, if we set up an office correctly, it ripples out and affects all aspects of our business and what we're trying to create in the world. And she wanted to go bigger. She was ready for that next level. So I arrive and I see these blocks that are really going to be impacting her visibility. She won't be as visible. She will not be as confident. You know, there were 
quite a number of, of things that, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. And so that's where I get to, you know, come in and help my clients really shine. So we made a number of these adjustments. And, you know, in, in feng shui terms, it's not knocking walls out. It's really about looking at the colors. How's the lighting? Is there life in this place? You know, sometimes that's just adding plants or flowers. You know, shifting where the furniture might be even. But, you know, usually it's not a, a big expense of anything. It's a couple of little adjustments, but changes everything. So we did these adjustments and it was interesting because she is now this really, she's in such a position of leadership now and she teaches and she speaks and she, um, she's always educating, she's writing. Like she has just really blossomed and really come into her own. And I think it's a really you know, it's an accolade to the fun function of feng shui and her knowing that that was a place that she could go and get this environment to support her and change her life and her business. Because these, you know, our environments are always influencing us. And she knew that she's a very uh, tapped in person. And um, I'm finding women today, especially are getting very much more um, in touch with their surroundings energy work that can support them. So I'm very proud of this lady. She's really just taken off and she's going to be and she she is an international leader. For me and the listeners, paint the picture in that room. So give us a before and after. You don't have to give all of the details, but some of the biggest because like you say, what she didn't know and and before I was watching some of your feng shui Fridays, I'm thinking the same thing. And I thought I knew a lot, but yeah. I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, what? I have my bedroom the wrong way. That whole weekend, I ripped out everything in my bedroom. I switched things around. I'm sure my daughter that uh, was home at the time, she was wondering what I was doing. And I said, I have to do this before the new year. And she was like, okay. You know how your kid, your teenagers walk by and give you the eye roll? Yeah. Anyway, so paint the picture for us in that office you walked in and you said okay you've got this but you need to do this paint the picture yeah. for us because we're on a radio show so we have to see that picture in our mind okay well um so in regards to blocks for ourselves so clutter is one and she yes she had newly moved into this space but she'd been here long enough she should have unpacked everything um and you know in regards to the clutter piece again, if you have got no room in your file cabinets, you have no room for new clients and new opportunities. That's and no room for money coming in. Right. You got to make space. We have to have room for that stuff. So, okay, that's one big piece was just get this stuff dealt with. Another thing was lighting. Um, lighting is really impactful. An office space should be more of that yang energy so we want it to be busy and productive and happening and you know the opposite of yang is yin that's the quiet and the subdued that's your bedroom so you don't want to mix those two right because okay. you want to be creating and really stimulated in this environment so bump the lighting so we have to address some of that lighting issues and then 
And is that natural light or, or I've heard, you know, don't use fluorescent light or keep your windows open or from, from your point of view in feng shui, what's, what's your point of view? Yeah, I would, well, it's both actually, because if you have natural lighting, you are so lucky, yet it may not be enough because we have in Calgary, gray days, wherever you live, you probably have gray days. And so that'll affect your office that day. Plus our windows could be a bit small. However, you know, a great thing to do is bring in extra lighting, task lighting. So something on your desk, even a floor lamp behind your desk and use a nice full spectrum bulb that simulates sunlight as best as, as we can with artificial lighting. And if we spend too much time in um, not out in sunlight enough, it really affects our moods and it affects our sleep patterns. So it's really important that we do get outside into sunlight that affects our personal chi or personal energy. But these full spectrum bulbs will assist with that. Okay, so that's really important. And then you'll want to be in your office. A lot of times people will also have offices that are very dark, you know, dark walls. Yeah. And that's oppressive energy that kind of comes in on you. So again, that's a room to have extra lighting. And, and if you have low ceilings, that's another piece too. Lighting will, lighting will push that back up for you. So expand your room. So, so those are energy giving things that can really help. Um, what about the way things are, that was what I got, was the way I had to face certain elements okay, in yeah. my room. So what about your office? Is there certain ways you should be facing your desk? Is there yeah, things absolutely. you should be bringing in? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest key for, um, the most important piece of furniture in your office is your desk, okay? Symbolizes your career and your ability to make money. So you want to be in the command position, the position of power. And what that means is you want to be as far back in the room as possible. When you're oh, really? Yeah. When you're seated at your desk, you want to be able to see the door, but you don't want to be in line of the door. Or you, you know, you want to be a little off center. Okay. okay? So that's the position of power. It's a human need to be able to see the door. And when we cannot, or if it's just off to the side, it's not as visible as it should be, we have that cortisol streaming through our system again, that stress hormone, right? We just, we feel a bit more vulnerable. We're more vulnerable in our business. We're more, you know, we're, we're open to surprises. We have roadblocks in our progressing careers. We get overlooked for that promotion when we're not in command. So if you've never sat in the command position at, in your office space and you do, oh my goodness, do you feel different? It changes who you are and how you are. And that's the work of feng shui is to change the space that you spend time in and that changes you, right? It's all about shifting. Shifting your energy changes your reality. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So what do you do if you cannot change your desk position? Because again, a lot of my clients are sharing space. They are, you know, they don't have a lot of room. Their desk is up against a wall and you can't see the door properly. So here's my tip is that you 
virtually change your space or your you where you're seated and um there's always a feng shui solution for everything i want your listeners to know that too there's always a solution to whatever the problem is so we change that by using a mirror so you need a small little round mirror or you can frame a little mirror in something glitzy if you like that but place it somewhere in your peripheral, you know, in your vision, your line of vision. If it's on a wall in front of you, then that's where you'd place it. So that when you glance into it, you can see the door. And that That's brilliant. Yes. And that virtually puts you back in command. So you're back in control of your business, your life, your ability to make money, right? Okay, listeners, write that one down. If you can't change your physical desk or your physical space to that command position that Myrna is talking about, mm-hmm. pick up a mirror. Yeah. And yeah. And, would, and and place it where place it where again. State that so, again. So it, wherever where if you can quickly glance up from your seated position so that you can look into it and see it in the doors reflected in that mirror. I, I would advise not to put it directly in front of your face because it's distracting. Right. Just off, yeah. you know, uh, either above or on the desk, but somewhere in the peripheral view of where you're see- sitting. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. What are some or do you do new year's resolutions or what do you do for goals or resolutions in the new year? Mm -hmm. I definitely consider the new year, my intention of what I'd like to create uh, in my new year. And I, my biggest thing I do is I pick a word for the year to carry me through. And, uh, and, and it's been remarkable. I've done that for a few years now. And, um, it's it's really helped me. So last year, my year, my word was expansion, and I wanted to expand in my business, in my relationships, in my travel, and you know, it really served me. It was fantastic. And and this year, um, I've chosen the word bold. So I want to be more bold out in my in my writing, in my business, and with my family. And yeah, I just I really recommend that for anyone to think about what. Well, word would serve them the most and you know is it abundancy is it receiving is it love I've had that word too (laughs) I have I have love a lot and I again love brand you the name of my show but everything I tend to do has some element of love so even though it might not be the the word of the year it's always there. And I always find I was writing mine down at the end of the year and I had a few words for this year. And I thought, I really am struggling to choose just one, even though they all fit. But if I were to focus on one, it would be focus. Oh, no, back right. to back to really what I need to focus on this year. Um, Put your desk in command if it's not already. And that'll yeah. help. Exactly. I know. I've learned so much from you just from paying attention to uh, your your blog and your uh, your videos on Feng Shui Friday. And now I'm learning even more. And this is so cool. Cool is the word for me today. 
I used to say amazing and I decided in 2018 that I, that I had to replace that with something else. So today the word is cool. What is one of your best daily habits that keeps you aligned with your brand? I, at the end of the day, my work day, I clean up my desk. So I put away the projects I've been working on. So I have pretty much a clean desktop. And then I will also have a, my to-do for the next day written up beside. So I leave that on my desk. I have a, a daily kind of agenda that I could create. But have that so that my day is completed, it's put away, and then I have my start before I even arrive for the next morning. And it just it feels finished. It, it just it's an amazing feeling. It gives me energy in my work. Do you complete everything in, day, in a day? Do you just put enough on your list so that you know you're going to complete it? Or do you transfer to the next day? Just say a bit more about that. Okay. Um, I, so I have a week, um, a week that I'll plan out. And then, yeah, stuff happens. So every day I have my intentions for the day written out. I usually try to leave it to kind of three bigger pieces and then generally get through those unless something odd happens in my day. And then that gives me room to add in things that have to have been, you know, had to have shifted or to add things that just show up on my plate. So that's been a really good model for me. So kind of like three bigger pieces and that's it, Max. And then do you feel a sense of relief, accomplishment, excitement? Because I, I think I do my best to do that. I've, I've like uh, talking focus. I think, okay, I know I need to get this done. I know this is what I want on my list. But I know in previous circumstances when I have a lot to get done and I'll tend to make that list longer and thinking that if I make the list longer I'll just make myself get it done but then I feel that sense of urgency or that sense of unrest or uneasiness how do you how can you give our listeners a tip for that so getting things done but not getting too overwhelmed um, I, well, I would be careful on how much you're putting on your list for sure, because you're one human being <laughs> and whatnot. And I would also make sure when you're putting stuff on your list, you're putting on things that you will actually accomplish in the day. So it's not putting too like an unrealistic amount on. So, and I also check it off when I, when I finish yes. those things. Um, another piece that I have is I've got like a, a success journal so at the end of every week, I can say, oh, I did this, and I did this, and I did this. And that is a real boost as well. So I'm, you know what? I did accomplish a lot this week. And that gives you energy to keep moving into, you know, into the future. Um, that was a tip I gave, you know, at the close of um, 2017 on my Feng Shui Fridays was um, to sit down and think about all the things that you did accomplish in a year most people don't do that, and, and it is remarkable how much we actually do accomplish. And when we revisit those successes, it really fuels us to keep going into more successes. Yes, and if we don't really 
focus on that. If we don't focus on the positive, it is human nature to think about what we didn't do. Yes, isn't it though? Right, right. So, and so that's again, that's a, you know, shifting your environment to make it more positive, shifting your thinking to be more positive. And, and it is like, like, I think we naturally do tend to be negative, do the easy route, all those things. It doesn't always serve us. So whatever tools we can find that boost us, use them people. Because, you know, every time we're more successful, it's a ripple effect. You know, we affect other people because we're happier. And, uh, you know, we're role modeling for people we may not even be aware that we're role models for. Yeah. Yes. That I... I absolutely concur on that. Mm-hmm. What, well, it's what I said at the beginning too, where energy goes, energy flows. So if your day is spent on production and positive energy and um, you, making your office space that you can actually be excited in and wanting to work in, mm-hmm. your energy is bound to be bound to be a little bit higher and surrounding yourself with those individuals that are like attracts like when you were saying you wanted to help people I'm thinking this is how I end up interviewing so many individuals that fit into this category is because we are the helpers that find a way to serve our community in the best way that we can which we still love how can our listeners connect with you? The easiest way is through my website. So that's MyrnaBrown.com. M-Y-R-N-A. Brown like the color. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We are getting to the end of our show. I say it every week. I can't believe it. I could spend some more time talking and getting some more tips from you, but that just means listeners that you have to contact Myrna and get uh, more from her. I know you've got a couple of downloads on your, well, I've subscribed to your, your uh, e-newsletter and you have a new, an, a new sheet on there. I know I have your front door. I did some changes to my front door uh, from your tips on the last one. And what's your new one? My new one is the ultimate feng shui office checklist. Uh Wow. So the office checklist. That's why I had the office stuck in my head. Even, even though we were talking about any energy, I knew there was a reason why I kept thinking office, not only because we're entrepreneurs and business people, but I think just because I had seen that before, before we got on the air. (laughs) The last question I ask every week of my guest, give us your best parting words of wisdom. I want you to think about your home and how you feel about it. And if you love your space, good for you. And if you don't, or there are rooms in there that you do not love, consider a few things that you could do to make it better for you, because this is the environment that affects you, and it will help you and support you, or it can be harmful to you. So pay attention, and there are things that you can do to boost that energy. 
Okay. So Myrna, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Listeners, head on over to MyrnaBrown.com for more about Myrna, to SamRafis.com to join my community. Head to iTunes to subscribe to Love Brand You. Thank you for taking your time to listen each week. If you have a topic or another guest in mind, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and until next time, keep sharing the love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.